Welcome to episode one of our Health and Healing podcast here at Celebration Church. I'm Brooklyn Clark, your host, and today I am joined by our pastors, Steve and Lori. So, Steve, why did you want to do this Health and Healing podcast? Well, it's been on our heart for a long time that uh, we want believers to know all that they have in the finished work of Jesus. I just I look back at what Jesus did at the cross leading up to the cross all the prophecies that were fulfilled about him and, and what I've seen at large in a, in a large segment of the Christian population is they know that their sins have been forgiven, but they don't know everything else that Jesus has done for them at the cross. So Laurie's heart and my heart for a long time has been to enlighten other believers what belongs to them in Christ, yeah. for them to know that, hey, Jesus has done it all. He, he's waiting for us to take it from him. It's, it's, it belongs to us. It's just up to us to reach out by faith and receive it. So. Yeah, that's good. Is it God's will to heal us? I think it's, it's critical that we know uh, what the Bible says about healing, and it's critical that we understand the true nature of God. But if we go back to the very beginning, sickness and disease came into the world when sin came. Yeah. It was never God's plan. God's plan was for man and, and woman to live forever. Adam and Eve were created to live forever. But when they sinned, then it allowed Satan to come in, and he brought sickness and disease. And the one thing that we'll see during this podcast is disease, sickness. It was always considered a curse. It was never a blessing of any kind. And a lot of people get mixed up on some of that, and they think, oh, well, God gave me this to teach me a lesson or whatever. But that's simply not the true nature of God. I was just going to say, too, that the, you know, the root of sickness, it is a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual thing, and we have to look at it spiritually, and Mm -hmm. we have to know how to fight it spiritually. That's good. Yeah, a lot of people focus on, like, the physical aspects of it so yes. i think it's good to bring to light that it's it's more than that it's a mental game right it's a, you know it's a trust game it's where's your faith so yes absolutely yeah. yes yeah it, it, it starts in the spiritual you go back even to the very beginning god is a spirit and mm. everything that we see physically god created that through the spiritual realm so you know he spoke it into existence but we are also spirit beings and by faith we take what's been provided for us and we see it manifest in the physical realm. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, one scripture that I'm reminded of at this point is John uh, five nineteen. says, Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. And I bring that out because Jesus... Uh, is the express image of the father Mm -hmm. he he only did what the father told him to do and so what we see over and over in the new testament is jesus healing people you know sometimes one at a time one or two at a time sometimes multiple people at a time but he never turned anybody away yeah and if he's the express image of the father then we see that that's god's true nature that's his heart is for us to be well. That's good. And it's, it, it, you know, throughout all the word, you're going to see even before the cross, it was always God's will to heal. You know, then we'll see after the cross, 
you know, what we had through the atonement, mm-hmm. what's already been done. But from the very beginning, you know, he made a perfect world. He created the perfect environment for Adam and Eve, you know, so. But it's always been his will to heal all throughout. Yeah, and, and what Laurie's saying there reminds me of this. Uh, when Adam and Eve were placed into the garden, God, he provided everything they would ever need first. He, cr- he created the land, the, the oxygen, the air, the food. Everything they would need was created before he placed them into the garden. In a similar way, today, we're living after the finished work of Jesus. Yeah. We're living in this realm of everything has been provided for us, but it's provided through the work of Jesus. And just as Adam and Eve had to reach out and take, you know, something to eat, we still have to reach out and take from Jesus what we need. Yeah. That's that's our part to do. Jesus, he won't force his healing on someone. He won't force uh, forgiveness of sins on someone. You, you've got to take it. Well, and the first step, I think, in taking it is just making a decision that I want to know God more. I want to know him better. I want to know what Jesus died to give me, and I want to know how to walk that out. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've seen it so many times. Uh, if we would just really take a little break and sit still and just think about everything that Jesus has done for us, it's easy to see the heart of God. It's easy to see why God, when I say God wants you well, I believe that with all of my heart. I see it throughout the scriptures, but I've also experienced it in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. And when I quit, quit trying to do everything on my own and I just simply sit back and say, Father, I trust you. I believe in what Jesus has done. And I put my life in your hands. I'll live my life through what you tell me. Then I see God go to work. It's when I try to do things on my own that it doesn't work out well. Mm-hmm. I've got to have God living <coughs> through me. Well, and if we're really fully trusting and confident in what we have in Christ, we we won't be doing those things. We'll be at rest. We'll be at peace yeah. knowing that it's already been done. It's ours, and nothing is going to take that away from us unless we give it away. Yeah, and one other thing I'd throw in there, when, when you go back and you look at Jesus and see everything Jesus did, he, he never refused to heal anyone. The only time that we see in the scripture that Jesus didn't heal, it's, it actually says he could not heal, and that was in his hometown of Nazareth, where they didn't see him as the son of God. They didn't see him as the Messiah. They still remembered him as the carpenter's son. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have faith to receive. So it said he could only do a few mighty works in his hometown, which is is really sad. They had the Son of God, the Messiah, right there in front of them, wanting to reach out and heal them, but because of their lack of faith and trust in who he was, he wasn't able to heal them. That's an an amazing thought. Most people don't think that. They think, well, Mm -hmm. God is God. He can just zap us and do whatever he wants to. But no, God has his own standards and rules that he plays by yeah. and he lays them out for us and it's up to us to, to take them and run with them. And back before Jesus went to the cross, they had to believe that Jesus could and would heal them. You know, now since the cross, we just have to believe it's already been done. So we oh need to really distinguish, 
those two yes. things there. Yeah, we're not waiting, so to speak, like a lot of people think. We're not waiting on God to do something. He's already done it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how we easily believe that he's forgiven us of our sins. You know, we don't ask Jesus to save us one day and then come back the next. Will you save us today? Will you save us tomorrow? Will you? We know we're saved. Well, in the same way, you know, the, the healing of all of our physical illnesses was done at the cross. It, it's been done. Mm-hmm. So like Laurie's saying, all we got to do is say, thank you, Lord. I know I'm healed. I know Jesus paid for that for me. So I know what I've seen often is that people believe that God like gave them a sickness or allowed sickness to enter their body in order to teach them something. It's something I see all the time, and I think it's something, a question we hear all the time, especially people trying to stump us. So what is your answer to that? No. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, you know, one thing I I would ask them to look at this. Did we ever see anywhere in the scripture that Jesus said, hey, you're looking too healthy. I think I give you a little dose of leprosy today. Yeah, uh, I mean, seriously? Let's no, make things even. Yeah, he, he never did that. Uh, in fact, Jesus, he said he came to destroy the works of the devil when, when he was healing people. He, he saw the sickness and disease as a spiritual battle. That's something that Satan brought into this world. And he came to destroy those works, which he has now done. But people have this mistaken idea that, well, you know, God gave me this illness so I could learn something from it. No, mm-hmm. the truth is you can learn something from whatever you go through. And if you're a believer, then God can move things around, even the worst situation, and turn it into something good. But that doesn't mean that God gave it to you to begin with. You know, sickness and disease are in the world. We live in this fallen world. But not everything that happens to us is orchestrated and ordained by God Mm -hmm. sometimes we make mistakes and you know we step off a building and break our neck God didn't make us do that yeah you know so we we live in this fallen world but we got to always look at God as a good God always wanting to bless us always wanting to take care of us and and just remember it's the devil that comes to steal to kill and to destroy but it says that Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly so we really got to keep that separated and you took my scripture oh did that I was going to be my my scripture i gave you but what i want to bring out in that scripture is the definition of abundant because once i saw that that is something i go through every day to remind myself it's easy sometimes we get to reading the words or even speaking the words or whatever but we don't stop and think just what they mean so um, let me. the uh, definition of abundance or a rich and satisfying life, it is superabundance, excessive, overflowing, surplus, over and above, more than enough, profuse, extraordinary, above the ordinary, more than sufficient. So that doesn't sound like God's going to be, that's what God that's what Jesus came to give me. Yeah, That's not to give me sickness. Yeah, and I, I'm reminded in Acts 10:38 uh, where it says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, 
who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So that was considered good in God's eyes, that Jesus went about healing people that were oppressed of the devil. <coughs> so I'm not saying every time you get sick, Satan has afflicted you, but he started it all. And there are times that he does afflict you. You know, there's, there's times that he comes to steal the word. And I've seen this a lot. We've seen it in our lives. I've seen it with other people we know. When they really start saying, man, I, I want to know more. I want to know more about God. I want to be closer to God. You know, Satan comes to steal that word from you. And sometimes the way he'll do it is, is with a sickness. You know, he'll try to discourage you and get you to believe in, well, Maybe God doesn't want me well. Mm -hmm. Maybe this healing thing doesn't really work. The truth is, no, it works. It works every time. It's already been done. We just have to believe it and stay with it. Yeah, today after, you know, after Jesus went to the cross, um, the battle is not with the disease itself because it's been done. It's been taken care of. The battle is in our mind and Satan trying to get us to believe the wrong thing instead of believing the truth right. over what we're seeing in our physical realm yeah so the battle is not against the disease i've heard people say sometimes oh i pray god will work real hard you know healing you or whatever it's already done yeah yeah it's it's any sickness or disease it's a piece of cake for god i mean it don't matter if it's a cold it's a cancer it's whatever it it's been taken care of every disease ever known to man ever will be known to man jesus paid for that he took those stripes on his back for that sickness and disease and you know the literal in uh, isaiah uh, 53 5 it, the literal hebrew says he carried our sicknesses and our pains and by his stripes we are healed and then of course you know they follow that up in first peter 2 24 because this is now after the cross says by his stripes we were healed mm. and and i've read a lot of stuff from different theologians but the literal hebrew there is talking about physical sickness it's not spiritual sickness it's not just forgiveness of sins no yeah. it's literally he paid for our physical healing but it does us no good if we don't believe that yeah and i think it's crazy because that's something we learn as kids, you know, by his stripes, we are healed. And something, you know, in Sunday school, you learn all, but it's, you don't really think about it until you like get older and you start going through things. You're like, oh my gosh, like yes. we were healed already for the things that are happening yes. all these years later. It just shows even more so how much God cares. Absolutely. So I just think that's cool. And I think that's where that meditation and really thinking about that scripture that you're reading is so important because there can be just the slightest little fine line there, you know, that you can look at something, like you said, in future tense, like mm -hmm. you can say, I was healed or I'm healed, you know, or you can, we were healed. There's a big difference, you know, you yeah. can look at something in the future that hasn't been done yet or that no, it's already been done. And so that's where we got to get our minds wrapped around that and the only way to do that is be in the word and you know really finding out what's yours and, and yeah. spending time talking to the holy spirit you know you can ask him anything and he will tell you yeah in a way you can understand it yeah and unfortunately kind of what you're talking about too I, 
you know, when you're younger and, you, you know, you're physically, everything's going good, you don't really think about stuff like mm-hmm. this. But now is the time to prepare. And I know in our, our Bible study class on Wednesdays, that's the one thing we tell our folks all the time. You know, renew your mind, stay in the Word, keep thanking God for what He's done for you, keep thinking about those things because there will come a time when you're going to have to use what you know and stand in faith. And you'll make a decision to believe God or believe your circumstances, to believe God or believe a bad report from the doctor, to believe God or believe what your grandma told you 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got to make that choice. Well, and one more thing I want to add is that, you know, it's not just about us. We tend to think, um, okay, I need to know all of this so I can walk in health or I can, you know, do this or do that. But even if you're not going through a physical problem right now, you've got family members, you've got kids, you've got friends, strangers on the street. But, I mean, there's people we need to know the word so we can minister to those other people that have no hope that's true yeah very true very true i think you know sometimes uh we don't think about that side of it you know and it kind of goes back in a little different area but in even in the area of finances i've heard people say oh well if i have just enough for myself i'm happy well that's Mm. very selfish because you need to have more than enough so you can help others yeah and it's the same way in knowing what belongs to you through jesus you need to know it so you can help others when someone comes to you and they're down and out and they're battling an illness you need to be able to pray with them in faith and encourage them Mm because it you know it just takes a little bit of faith and god can take it you don't have to have great faith you know it's just a little faith give god something to work with but you, you need to know what the scripture says. So can any good come from sickness? You know, you can learn through a sickness, just like you can learn through the hard knocks of life. But we don't have to. It, you know, I think sometimes people get that wrong idea uh, that, well, we, we've got to go through things to learn something. And you, you do learn through, you know, through things. But I think the... The thing that we need to remember is it is just because you're sick or just because something happens does not mean that God put you through that. Now, God can guide you through it and turn it into good. But but to say, um, you know, that God caused this sickness in your life, he gave you this to teach you a lesson is totally outrageous because it would be like saying, uh, well, God let someone murder someone in order to put them on death row. So they could, you know, learn about God in prison. I mean, you know, and there's actually people that think that way, that God would actually allow this person to murder someone, to be on death row so they could get saved later. No, that's a very wrong way to look at it. The truth is that anybody that comes to God, he will work in their life if they let him, and Mm -hmm. he can turn any situation around to good. But God wouldn't give anyone sickness to humble them, or teach them something any more than he would cause a person to murder another person. And the thing is, if you believe that God is that kind of God that would put sickness on us, then you can't believe he's a loving God. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You just yeah. can't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I hear it all the time. Oh, God is love. God, and yet out of the same mouth comes, but he's putting me through this, or he's, mm-hmm. you know, no, mm-hmm. that's not the way God works. So. 
that then that's what I'm talking about the mind game you know you gotta yeah you gotta really look at it and see okay what do I believe and why do I believe it and if you're not believing totally the word then that's a good place to start to get yeah. in it and yeah, start yeah, yeah. yeah and I'd like to take off on that thought for a minute knowing how much God loves you because if you don't know how much God loves you then you'll question whether he would actually heal you you would question whether he would do anything good for you because we know our faults and if we don't know how much God loves us we're going to feel condemned and, and I was just reading in uh, first Deuteronomy the other day how the Israelites you know they got it in their mind they were even saying that God hated them that he'd brought them out into to the wilderness to die when actually he had given them the promised land and he told them just go take it but they got to listening to the wrong talking mm -hmm. and then they even began to say well he hates us you know he brought us out here for us to die even after seeing all these miracles so yeah it, it's just some messed up thinking when you don't know how much God loves you and, and I think people to me it, it, it's easy to look at it from this perspective we, we have two kids and we got three grandkids another one on the way and we love them dearly and there's no way I would not let one of my kids be sacrificed for the sins of anybody, period. You know, I mean, I, mm -hmm. I would fight to the death over it. But God, he sends his only son and not just come down here and hung on a cross. I mean, he suffered tremendously leading up to the cross, beat him to where he was unrecognizable as a man. They said, you know, his his uh, visage was so marred his face and all was so marred he didn't even look human god allowed jesus to go through all of that because he loved us that much yeah and and that's just an incredible concept it's, it's hard even to think about sometimes but that's how much he loves us and if we know he did he would do that for us certainly certainly he would do all these other things yeah for sure go ahead i can see you just panting over there <laughs> I just want to say one thing we need to remember. You know, when Jesus went to the cross, he was human. So yeah. it would be, he felt the same thing you or I would feel. You know, I think we kind of don't think about that sometimes. But he was human. He was flesh. And so he felt everything that we would if, if it had been us in his place. You know, one thing I want to touch on right quick before we go on is uh, about, you know, God works all things together for good for those that love him. And, you know, that doesn't say he caused them bad things. It says mm -hmm. that he can take any situation and make it good. So regardless of whatever reason we're having health issues, whether it's something we did, whether it's just an out-and-out -out attack of the devil or whatever, it can still be made good, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know from my little experience with my health issues, you know, I don't believe for one minute God put that on me. I don't believe God wanted me to go through that. But through that, I did see, we did see a lot of miracles. Mm -hmm. We saw God do things that no doctor or anybody else said would ever happen. And those were great and those were awesome. But the best part of all of that has been what has come out of my personal 
relationship with the Lord. Mm. That's talking to him every day. I know him in a way that I never knew him before. And not really even in a way as healer or whatever. It's, it's more comforter. That's oh, what I feel yeah, now. Peace. Mm-hmm. It's more comforter. And so, therefore, when you know him in that way, there's nothing in the world that you need to satisfy that need in you. But, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of things. I'm a lot bolder. I'm a lot stronger. I will mm-hmm. tell you the truth. <laughs> yes. You know? But yes. it's out of love. It's out of me knowing and going through that and saying, hey, I know something that can help you. I know what your answer is. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this, you know. Yeah, and I would add to that. We'll get into some of this later in these podcasts, but just the brief history in case someone that's going to hear this thinks, oh, well, have they been through anything? Well, years ago, the doctors were telling me that I would never see 2020 out of my right eye again. That's back in 85 or 6. Well, I do see 2020, you know. And in Laurie's case, uh, after that long illness, and she was in the hospital for a long time, but I I still remember vividly, you know, one day the doctor saying, she won't make it through the day. She will not not live through this day. And I would say, no, she will, because my trust is in God, not in the doctor. Mm -hmm. And at another point, you know, coming in and telling us, well, we've done all we can do. The fluid's backing into her lungs. She's going to suffocate or drown in her own fluid. So, no, we don't accept that. We, you know, then telling us, well, y'all ready for us to send you home and call hospice? So, no, we don't need, you can send us home. We're ready to go home, but we don't need hospice. We yeah. trust God. Uh, you know, two other occasions I watched her suffocate through, you know, she had a trait tube in and, and literally it got plugged up and I saw her suffocate on two different occasions and anyway you you look at all that stuff and yes we have been through some stuff and we have seen some things but I know this that God is greater than whatever you're going through yeah and he is wanting to help you you just got to reach out to him so how do we need to approach this area of sickness in our lives and in the lives of others as believers i I think the first way or first thing we need to keep in mind is number one that in this area of sickness that it it came it started with satan it's always been considered a curse it's never a blessing and then that jesus has dealt with it Mm -hmm. you know he he has paid the penalty for our sickness and just like you know, where he says he took all of our sin on his body. Well, he also took our sicknesses on his body. It's really a, a beautiful thing in this great exchange that took place in the atoning work of Jesus where, you know, our sins go to him, his righteousness comes back to mm-hmm. us. Our sickness and diseases went to him. His healing, his, his uh, divine health comes back to us. But we have to believe that. And then the second thing I would say is, you know, in James 4, 7, it says, Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I think sometimes people don't know how to resist the devil. Mm-hmm. But you've got to, that resist means to actively fight against. And so when Satan brings those thoughts into your mind, that, hey, you, you've got this, you've got that, you're never going to get over this, you're going to die. You know, your granddad had this, and it runs in your family, and you're going to die from it just like they did. You've got to resist those thoughts, and the best way to resist a thought 
is to speak the word of God out loud. Mm -hmm. That's how you knock those thoughts down because you can't be thinking those kind of thoughts and speaking the word of God out loud like yeah. that. It just kills those thoughts. And the thing that goes along with that is, once again, if you know, if you're in your heart, what's been done for you, it's going to be so easy. You're going to automatically speak those things. The thoughts are always going to come. Mm -hmm. The enemy never quits. He never gives up. And he'll catch us when we're not paying attention sometimes, mm -hmm. you know. But if you really know what you have, you'll, you'll speak that. Speak it out loud. Mm -hmm. You know, our words are powerful. Yes. You know, and, and God and created the world with words yeah, and, and their power. And I think, you know, we resist sin. We should be resisting sin, but we resist sickness the same way. You know, God doesn't resist sin for us. He, you know, he expects us to resist it in the same way. He doesn't resist sickness for us. He expects us. He's already done his part. He's waiting on yeah. us to do our part. But, you know, you'll hear people say sometimes, well, I guess God wants me sick because he didn't keep me from getting sick or he didn't heal me in this time frame that I set out in my mind. But that's like saying, well, I robbed the bank because God didn't stop me. <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 yeah. you know, people just really need to sit back and really look at it and say, man, Jesus healed everybody that came to him. He never turned anybody away. The only people he couldn't heal were those that didn't believe him. And that's as simple as it gets right there. That's what I was just fixing to say. It's, it's you know, nothing on God's end. It's on our end because we don't believe, you know. It, it's hard sometimes, too, because all of this was done in the spirit, you know, in the supernatural. And we tend to believe what we're seeing and what we're hearing, what's all around us, you know. And so it, it's hard to to grasp in your natural mind, you know, that all of this is yours. Mm -hmm. But we can get there. Yeah. You know, we've just got to know what it is. But yeah. And I think, too, you know, as long as you're willing to tolerate sin in your life, it will continue. It's the same way with sickness. As long as you tolerate it, it, it will continue. And, and you'll hear people say things like, oh, well, I've got four ailments going on, but if I could just get rid of two of them, I could live with the other two. Well, that's not God's best. Yeah, I know. Yeah, get it all gone. Get it all gone. But, too, you can, uh, once you recognize where those things are coming from, whether it's sin, whether mm. it's healing, whatever it is, once you recognize that it's the devil that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, mm. that he wants to take you out, you know, or not see you enjoy this life or have the good thing, you know, once you recognize that, it's going to make you mad. It would be like somebody coming in and saying, trying to take one of my kids from me. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> I will, like Krista says, cut you. <laughs> you know, yeah. but once you understand and you get that mentality, this is not from God. This is from the enemy. Right. Yeah. And you won't have a hard time. I, and I think that's, it, it, and we can wrap this up for this podcast, but the bottom line is we got to know how much God loves us. That That's what it all boils down to yeah. because when you have that relationship with him, and you know his voice, and you know how much he loves you, then you have no problem believing that he wants you well, that he wants you prosperous, that he wants you to be victorious in every area of your life. 
you'll have no trouble believing that it will come easily so that's what I, I hope for everyone that hears this that they know how much God loves them and what he's done for them. thank you for joining us on our health and healing podcast episode one we just dive straight into the good word of God so I hope you enjoyed this I hope this podcast helps you to know God better and trust him more if you have any questions, please email us at celebrate at celebrationchurchlive.com. We'll see you in the next one.